1: Hey, y'all, we are back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. And as usual, we have another special guest. But before we get started, uh, we're going to go ahead and start with a quote and do some reflections on the quote. So this quote is from Alice Walker. And the quote goes, don't wait around for other people to be happy for you. Any happiness you get, you've got to make yourself. What are you all thinking about this quote?
0: That is a good quote. Oh, oh my goodness, goodness. that is good. No, I really like that because it's just making me think about how you got to be your own hype man and how you have to take care of you. That's good, Donika. You picked oh, that one. Yes, really good. You know how I'm hard to please with quotes, but yes, you. Yes. I feel like I need to like make that a graphic and put it as my phone background. I like that. I'm glad you like it. I love it. Actually, it's good hmm what are you thinking Brittany?
2: be you read it one more time because i understand absolutely no i get it
1: <laughs> um it says don't wait around for other people to be happy for you mm-hmm. any happiness you get you've got to make yourself I
2: love that because it makes you reflect on realizing that you don't have to rely on others for your happiness. And when you realize, like, you know, like they say, Hey, if you're going to sit at the table, bring your own chair, you know, <laughs> don't wait on other people to make you feel comfortable be at that table. And the same thing about our happiness. If we wait on everyone else to clap for us, then we'll never go to the limit or as far as, you know, God has for us in life. And so, um, you know, honestly, that's where I've really been at. I'm, I know I'm already getting to it, but it's making me think about the next step, how people say, you know, don't get wrapped up into all the likes. That doesn't mean that what you're doing is not right that just means that might not be your audience and really i've learned that just because people don't like your stuff they're paying attention but when you go in public they're like "Oh, hey, that i see you doing i'm like okay so you saw what i posted but you did not even like it so we can't stop what we're doing because people don't like our stuff or you know clap for us we better clap
1: for ourselves <laughs> yes absolutely and any any uh, i mean it's nice to have extra claps but really at that point but just addition, you know, and it's it's, it's it, the hope is that you already feel good and then it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. But you should already be. The hope is that we already feeling good just based off of your own happiness that you created for yourself. So, yes, we like that quote. Um, so today's topic, you always want to be hashtag stay focused three ways to heal flawlessly flawlessly so you can achieve your goals and our guest is Brittany. Uh, Brittany is a mental health therapist and school counselor who loves to help others find their healing. Brittany has experience in helping others heal from physical and mental abuse so they can achieve their goals and so starting off with our first question how did you define your purpose to get into this space of helping others heal?
2: To be honest it was one of those things where it's like I ran and ran from my <laughs> And it's just interesting. But um, like once I was like, when I went to college, I graduated and, and I majored in business administration. And so from there, one of my friends was like, hey, get an education. And I was like, Ugh, I do not want to work with other people's bad kids. Like, <laughs> I know God has more in store for me, but I'm so glad that I did it because it really showed me a new avenue and just showed me how people really need help on their journey of healing and just really need help with building their confidence. And so after being in education and then from there, getting into the field of counseling, it really helped me realize, okay, I really want to be more of an impact. So what can I do? And so from there, that's what led me to mental health and just being able to niche it down, um, But then I had to learn that everybody's not ready for healing. So I had to find another avenue. So yes, you might come to me for anxiety or depression or if I'm working with children, you know, a lot of parents are like, fix them, fix this kid. But then when you get deep, you're like, it goes all the way to something in your inner child, um, something that you did not heal or deal with, or you're just kind of stuck there and, you know, like hurt people, hurt people. And so it comes from that and just helping even my adults realize like, "Mm, this is not something that just happened. This is something from in your inner childhood.
0: Yes. Thank you for talking about your journey. Um, I love the way you like frame your topic. Um, And so we want to ask about hashtags in particular, because they're not talked about enough. So, what is your take on hashtags and how you got to using this in your talking points of healing? So, for
2: me, I started using it more because I was like, okay, you got to follow the trend, especially when we're dealing with our youth, um, teens, our young adults. It's like, you got to be trending. From everything from what you wear to just, you know, everything. And it's sad because I tell people all the time, like if I get on stage and I'm talking, I have red lipstick on my teeth, people are not gonna be focused on the message. They're gonna be like, oh, she had lipstick on her teeth and this. But did you hear her message? Her message was empowering, right? But And it's like, we got to be together. And so for me, I realized, okay, you got to follow the trend. So if everyone's talking about hashtags, then we need to get um, the the trend of hashtags at least so we can get our point across. And then from there, help people navigate and just see where the journey will lead them for their own place of healing.
0: Yes, that is so true when it comes to kids. Because I feel like that's the only way I'll be knowing what's going on in pop culture because my clients come and talk about it. So when they're talking about whatever music, and I'll be like, uh they do not be viable with me. So I feel you on that. I literally have one client where every time we talk, she's like, did you listen to that song I told you about? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I did. And we talking about it. So that's definitely true. Um, what have you discovered as the top three ways to heal in your experience? Well, first, it comes down to
2: understanding that no one ever taught us how to properly heal. And so a lot of times we just do things based on, you know, our parents journey, or I've met so many people who said, man, the cycle's repeating, like I'm doing everything in the way that, for example, my mom did it or my dad did it. And so it helped me to realize, okay, we have to understand that, okay, it's okay to understand that we have not been taught how to heal. But we also have to understand that we have our own journey when it comes to healing, so i've heard um especially dealing with like a lot of my grief clients people tell them like hey you're not over there yet well to be honest grief you don't just get over it that's just not how that works like and if i need more time to process i have to understand and be real with myself okay i need that time to process and so i just really encourage everyone to have their own journey of healing. Really take a step back and understand what does that look like for you? You know, not what it was for your family, your siblings, but what is what does it look like for you? So that's number one. Uh, Number two is really, really, really just having that alone time to meditate, journal, just really get those get those thoughts out of your mind. Uh, I talk to so many people, it's like their mind is racing (laughs) and it's like you got to get it out of your mind. That's why you can't sleep good, because, you know, when you lay down, that's when it's the quiet time. And so all these things are going through your head and you're like, just write it down, (laughs) like I tell people. And then 30 days, if you write daily for 30 days, you can go back and look and say, hey, okay, no, I'm not really tripping or this is something I really need help with. You know, and it kind of helps, you know, OK, am I more in that good space, bad space or do I really need to go get help? And number three, I would tell people it's OK to go seek therapy. Um, I've met so many people who said they went and that wasn't for them. But I'm like, keep go to someone else. Find someone else who's your who's your cup of tea. And, you know, on the other side of that for therapists, it's like, OK, sometimes we have clients that's not necessarily our cup of tea. Right we have to be like okay you know (laughs) but you, you as you work with people you get to understand each other's background and it really just helps you to navigate life and really take a view um a value part of your life um as a therapist you it makes you grateful you know after you listen to so many different people's journeys and perspectives and things that they've gone through you're like wow you know i'm just really grateful that i can be the one to help people along their journey of healing
0: Thank you for that, Brittany. And you mentioned meditation and journaling. And what I want to say to our audience is you don't have to do the the traditional way. Oftentimes I have clients that come there like I don't like writing down stuff. Okay, well record yourself talking. You can do a video, you can just do a voice note. And when it comes to meditation, you don't have to do the traditional way either. It could be a meditative walk that you do. It could be you twerk and that's a form of meditation for you. Look up the purpose of meditation and start to challenge yourself and think about what are ways that I could do this that makes sense for me. Right. Like these practices are helpful, but you don't have to do the traditional route. So I also want to remind us our audience of that.
2: I'm glad you said that because I started doing like a five minute prayer walk and you realize that your day, your mind is so much clearer and you're in a better mood. But it's just, we got to find a way to do it for ourselves. Like, I never read that online to go do a prayer walk, but I was like, look, I, I need a break from these kids. And okay,
0: everybody, you know what <laughs> a prayer walk is because I have never heard of this. What is a prayer walk? But when you uh, leave everybody in the house and you walk outside <laughs> for five minutes to start your
2: day and you don't have no technology. Now, you can if you want to have some needs, but you have to be disciplined. But just go outside and walk for five minutes. And that's your time to just pray to God and just really mm-hmm. enjoy nature and just be like, OK, God, you know, thank you for the trees, everything. But like, yeah. yeah.
0: so that's what that's called, because I'll be doing a prayer drive. What I do is I do my favorite gospel song. Yeah.
1: And I drive. All of that, yeah. So, in thinking of 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 continuing to heal, can you tell us more of your ideas around healing flawlessly? Like, what does that look like to you, and how are you defining that?
2: Oh yes, okay. So, when it comes to our young adults, something that I do with them is I do an event. It's called Healing Flawlessly, where we come together. And, you know, Charlie and I had to learn not to do too many girls at one time. So I do now where it's like 15, no more than 20 girls at a time to where it's more intimate. And they can really dig deep and share and really get to their healing. And then after that, I do the self-empowerment piece, which I love that part because now I'm boosting your self-esteem back up. You get to walk the red carpet, put your crown on, and just know your worth. And that's something that I really enjoy doing with our youth. Now, when it comes to our adults, I had to find another way to do it. And that one is just basically focusing on self-care. So I started doing mental health self-care retreats. Um, We'll have one in September. So we're excited. We're going to be going to Key West, Florida. But I realize it's so much about changing the environment. And so that's why we travel. And it makes you get away from your norm. And you're in a circle with other women who want to embrace life and who want to have self-care. But also they're like-minded. And then when they get there, they don't even realize they're thinking, oh, I'm just coming. Give me a treat, a trip away from home. But when they get there, no, honey, we're going deep <laughs> about your healing and, you know, just really go to the inner child. But you can also have fun and build yourself back up and just really take the time to just reflect on yourself. So,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely doing the work. And I'm thinking as you talk about this, like you said, sometimes it's nice to remove yourself from the environment of um, and. I'm thinking of, I mean, the Beyonce song comes to mind for, for sure. Like the flawless. I know you play that. I know you play it. I know you play it at the retreat. You have to. Um, but like like this flawless piece of just feeling good, even when we are healing, you still can feel good about yourself, you know? So that's what I'm getting from that. Um, and we most definitely will be sharing your information in the description because September, are you, are you all still accepting people for the retreat? Yes, we are for September.
2: Um, I cap it off at 20 people, but the way I set it up was where they can bring their friends to so they can share a room, but it's all inclusive, so, except for their flight. I have to make sure I say that because people are like, my flight? No, 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 no. <laughs> but your food and all your activities that you're doing it is all included. So this year, we're doing it to where you can do two a year. So this one will be September and then the other one will be in either April or May of next year.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Um, And thinking of this hashtag piece, I think of for sure social media. So how do you personally manage social media healing and real life healing in your everyday life?
2: You know, it's really hard because when you get into the field of mental health, It's kind of like it removes the lens from everything. So it's like, it's almost like you almost want to diagnose everyone or everything comes. So it's like when you are in the middle of conflict yourself with someone else, it's like, okay, you know what? You're doing this because you didn't heal when you were younger. (laughs) And it's like, really, we all have things we haven't healed from. Mm -hmm. And so really just finding that way to just say, okay, so when it comes to social media, I take breaks from social media. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard when you're an entrepreneur because it's like, okay, I need to be posting daily. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. But we have to put our own mental health first. (laughs) And so that's why I had to, you know, hire an assistant. Like, she can keep everything, you know, I've trained her very well. She's amazing. She can keep everything running for me. That way I can take a break that I need. And then when it comes to myself, it's just really understanding when I need a break. Because a lot of times we're like, go, 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 go. When you're a wife, you're a mom, we're working, we're listening, you know, to people's problems all day long. We're trying to fix everyone, right? But really we're human and we need a break. And so I've learned that, okay, I have to schedule it out ahead of time. Like, this is my day. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) And also, you know, when you see other people, they get to a place where they break down or they're not able to move forward or they have different life challenges that come in the way. And it's like, man, they were doing too much. And it's like, I don't want to be that person. So Mm -hmm. for me, I'm really big on, okay, planning it out. And don't let anyone take it off my calendar. Don't even try to bend it. Because I've done that so many times. And then I'm like, oh, I'm the one that's suffering And then
1: <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that the social media piece, and I think thinking of social media healing, I think sometimes folks will be like, I'm dealing with something, go on social media, and find a hashtag for it. And as we know, there's so much information out there. and They might look at a video and be like, okay, I'm better. Everything's good. And really it's like, you still have to do this real life piece, which is not saying the video is not helpful, but what are you actively doing with that information, right? Are you talking about it? Uh, are you talking about it with support people? Like what's happening? And so that's why I really, I'm just like social media healing, real life healing. That's the thing. It's different, right?
2: yes yes and that's another thing i see so many people be like oh i watched this video but that's just putting a band-aid on him that's not helping you at all but <laughs> so what happens when we pull that bandaid back your scar is still there mm.
0: exactly thank you so much for joining us today Brittany. as we wrap up we always ask our guests if they have any takeaways for our listeners
2: Well, I would definitely say the main takeaways is is understanding that, hey, you don't need to um, look at anyone else's journey when it comes to your healing. Understanding everyone's journey is is their own, you know, and that's why I think it's important to just really define, okay what it is that I need. And that's why you need to take those breaks from social media, because social media has a way of helping you compare yourself to someone else. (laughs) And you don't even know if that's the realness of their life. And so that's why I would tell people, have you create your own journey. Um, Do not feel or guilty when other people try to tell you, like, look, you've been away too long or you've been isolated too long or, you know, don't try to, don't basically get wrapped up in when other people try to tell you what you need to do with your life because at the end of the day, we only have one life. And so you have to make the best of it how you make the best of it.
0: Yes, thank you for that. And thank you for joining us on this week's episode. You're welcome. Now, I do have some tips
2: I want to share. Is this the time to share that or is that later? Okay. so I would love for you guys to download my 11 tips. Um, It's actually 11 ways to overcome mental health challenges. And this can be for adults and our youth. Um, It goes over just different ways to help you to heal. Um, and one reason why it's 11, because some people say, why is it so many? 11 is entering into your new beginning. And so when it's time for you to create that walk of change, that's how you know you're ready. So when you go through and you're like, okay, the 11 tips, I'm checking them out. I'm doing tip one, tip two. That helps you realize, okay, I can do this. I'm walking through the journey to get the help that I desire and that I
1: need. Yes, absolutely. We most definitely put that in our description and make sure everybody go check that out. All the information will be there. Um, so we thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Yes,
2: you're welcome. And to get those 11 tips, I didn't even tell y'all, but the website is focusyoursuccess.com. So when you go on there, you can download those tips immediately at focusyoursuccess.com.